0: and welcome to the Macaw Podcast Universe. Hello, hello, hello. It is the podcast that exists for one reason and one reason alone.
1: To prove people wrong when they say sequels are never better than the originals.
0: And I gotta come right out front and I gotta come clean. I made us hot chocolate because it's a windy, blistery day. Uh, When you're listening to this, it's probably a bright, sunny day because it's probably late spring. But right now, it's late winter and boy, it's cold. And so I made hot chocolate and I put old marshmallows in them
1: very stiff marshmallows
0: yeah and i thought this will be kind of fun first sip i go why do i do this sometimes i don't like marshmallows (laughs) um so my day is kind of taking a strange turn at the moment um and so to curb that uh we're gonna talk about the new mutants and finish our x-men
1: yeah that'll definitely bring your mood back up
0: yeah yeah um so we've done it you have voted On us covering X Men, and we went through and we watched all thirteen X Men movies. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. And um, do we want to give some thoughts on X Men in general, or this movie, or do we want to just gotta wait till the end? Gotta wait till the end. Okay. Okay. Well, because this
1: movie's garbage doesn't mean it doesn't deserve us talking about it first.
0: Okay. All right. Well, here we go. The movie is directed by a man named Josh Boone. Now, you might know him from a movie called Fault in Our Stars. Oh, okay. Can I tell you a funny story about Fault in Our mm-hmm. Stars? We were on tour, uh, and there was this woman in a place called Redding, and, and those who live in the Pacific Northwest can guess where I'm headed with this story. And after our set, she attempted to like prophesy and like witness to me, even though I'm a Christian. It was strange. Um, and... She was being, she was doing all this weird stuff that, that was like hook, hook questions that weren't, didn't really mean anything. So she was kind of trying
1: to get, suggest information from you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And make me think that I'm having like a spiritual reaction. Yeah. And pretty much everything she suggested, I was like, no, that's, that doesn't resonate with me. But, uh, she talked to Grayson (laughs) and she said she got very serious. (laughs) I'm <laughs> very very serious and she goes she goes, "Have you seen Fault in Our Stars?" And he goes, "No, it it had like recently come mm-hmm. out like that year." And she goes, "There's there's something for you in that movie. There's there's a God God has a message for you in that movie."
1: Okay. But <laughs> well, what is his reaction just like great.
0: He was like, "Oh, cool." And then and then when we left, we were we were all detoxing about it cuz it it was kind of like one of those things where in the moment, I felt very, very weird and uncomfortable, but afterward, when you have some distance, you're like, guys, what was that? Yeah. And so for the whole tour, and, and even since then, there there's always moments where I'm like, Grayson, have you watched Fault in Our Stars yet? Because you know God wants you to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. So well. that is what I will always associate with that movie.
1: Yeah, you just shouldn't watch it like like don't just keep that memory the way it is. Yeah. And don't have, have you seen it? Yeah, I have. Um I didn't read the book, but the book was crazy successful uh-huh. too. And I didn't like the movie cuz it just made me feel alone. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a sad movie. So it's just like, I don't know, I didn't need to watch that. And it was It was on a, it was on a night where it was like I was in college. Yeah. Um, but it was like a a girls night. And it's like, let's watch this romance movie. And yeah. already I'm like not into it because yeah. I'm, I'm so usually just not into a romance movie ever, especially unless it's like some classic right or something. Um So I already was not in the best mood to watch it. And then it just made me feel worse. Yeah. So I didn't like it. I don't remember if it's a good movie or not. I just remember my feet, how it made me feel.
0: Right. Well,
1: but, I mean, getting into angst, this movie's prime for it
0: yeah yeah so this movie has a very strange production um I'll I'll get to that in a second wait isn't Shailene
1: Woodley in all the in Fault in Our Stars
0: I believe she is yeah
1: that probably was another because I had a bad association with that movie yeah I was like she sucks
0: (laughs) (laughs) um so Josh Boone made Fault in Our Stars and then he did some if not all of the directing for The Stand the new tv series that was on CBS like 2021 yeah uh the movies no one watched Yeah, Uh, the movie was written by Josh Boone, and then it was also written by someone else named Nate Lee. Now, Nate Lee wrote two episodes of The Stand, and then his other writing credits are as follows, (laughs) and these are all he is listed as concepts by. Concepts by on Jackass 4, 4 4.5, 3, and 3.5.
1: What does that mean?
0: (laughs) So he... we're,
1: what what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so these guys were like childhood friends. Okay. Um, but it is funny because it's like that does not require you to write like characters. And you guys story. are just in a
1: room brainstorming how to hurt each other.
0: <laughs> yeah. And hey, no disrespect to Jackass. No, we love, love our Jackass. Jackass Bros.
1: We were just watching History of the World Part Two, um, the second episode, and there was a Rasputin, um sketch that was yeah. just jackass it was and when, pretty funny when it was it was just johnny knoxville at first and, but then when it started showing the other guys i i honestly said yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was so excited
0: yeah the the jackass movies if you can handle them uh they have kind of an unbelievable like story arc <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of crazy because it's yeah. for those who are uninitiated they, they started out as this show and uh, wait can
1: can we talk about our story with it though?
0: Uh yeah, can I can I yeah. do this first though? so th- so they they started out as a show um but then I think that I think the network was like not letting them do some stuff. Yeah. So they took they got like a budget and they made a movie and it was successful. Yeah. And then they got really successful and um Stevo got very addicted to drugs and alcohol.
1: Not just him, but Yeah, but in in particular. And
0: so the second movie has this, and and you wouldn't think that you would notice these things, but you absolutely do.
1: Some of it's really dark.
0: Yeah, the second movie has like this really dark tone. The first one's like, oh, these are dumb kids that you see at the park, like jumping off of benches and stuff. The second movie's like, this feels dark. Yeah. And then the third movie, they have a completely dry set because they want to make sure that steve stays sober. yeah. And there is, like, this hopeful feeling in Jackass 3 and 3.5 that's kind of insane. And then Jackass Forever, like, was filmed before and during the pandemic. And it just has this kind of, like... It it really felt like when we went and saw that in theaters, we had just gone through and watched them all, which you can tell them about. But it just felt like, oh, like, they're doing this again. Like, the world can be okay again. Yeah. And, And so Jackass... Kind of rocks, and it has yeah. a wild story arc it, it for a non-narrative so movie.
1: Funny, it, how heartwarming it is.
0: I, I know. I never because
1: I, I did not grow up watching Jackass. It's always just been like that gross, those gross movies. That yeah, like those idiots that, that like boys. How it's watch. always
0: yeah presented.
1: But then when four point when when four was coming out and it came out on Valentine's Day or around Valentine's Day, the, yeah. the marketing behind it was just so good that you and I were like. I think we need to start. I think we need to get on the yeah, Dada yeah. train because it was
0: like it was like when was the last time you got together with your friends and it was playing music yeah. and, it, and playing this orchestral stuff and, and the then pandemic it did that. is
1: like it's no, no, no. really bad, so it just felt like oh everyone needs this movie. Yeah. So we asked our friend Evan, who had seen them all up until that point, like, can you take <laughs> yeah. us on this journey? And he would like before every movie explain what they're going through at yeah. this time, um, and it, it was just such an incredible experience.
0: Truly, truly was. And
1: I, I just love that we watched it all with our friends.
0: I know. That it's, makes it's, it even more special yeah, to me. Yeah, so we we, yeah, we watched all eight. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's not for the faint of heart. No. There's some pretty intense oh, stuff in I there. I love it so much. Um, but yeah, so... So
1: this guy does concepts of Jackass, and then he's done some episodes of The stand.
0: Yeah, and this movie.
1: Starting to kind of put together why the story <laughs> looks so bad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the cinematography is by Peter Deming, who is uh, a guy who's done a lot of movies. That
1: name sounds familiar.
0: So he did Evil Dead Two.
1: Okay.
0: My cousin Vinny Scream Two, Scream Four, and recently he did the Menu.
1: So there is he did the Menu. Yeah. Why does this movie look so bad? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I know that there are explanations for sure, uh-huh. but as as soon as this movie started, it was like I am watching a TV show. This isn't this isn't a movie.
0: Yeah. So I when this movie started, let's talk about the look a little bit. I I was like, "Oh, this is not necessarily what I'm attracted to in movies cuz yes, it looks like a Netflix show. Like it didn't not and not like Stranger Things, which looks great. It looked like a run-of-the-mill Netflix show, but I did think to myself, "You know, I'm kind of glad that this is Looks different than the mainline X Men movies, and it and it inherently did not look epic and big in scope. And it, I I did like that element of it.
1: I can't even get there in my brain because uh-huh. this movie it looks like, and I know this is very mean to say, uh-huh. but that it was made by people who are at the beginning of their career. Yeah, it it was. It looked so bad, and it was shot so terribly. I know a lot of that. There there's a story behind a lot of it, but I I can't. I, it's like I'm ashamed for this to be part of this franchise. Yeah. That's a weird franchise. Yeah. It's so bad.
0: Well, I... Yeah, no, I, I am... I'm, I I ultimately fell on not liking how it looked, but initially when the movie started, I kind of thought like, oh, this at least looks different than the others, which is interesting to me. Um, but as we know, you know, Bill Pope, one of the greatest cinematographers to ever live, shot Ant-Man and the Wasp. So, uh, Quantumania. So, I mean... I think sometimes cinematographers, it's I would imagine the... a director's just kind of like, put the camera there, do this, do that. In this case, I would think f- from reading about Josh Boone, he doesn't seem like he's like a control freak or anything like that. So maybe it's just a matter of like, we have a schedule and we can't put in the time. Someone
1: is a control freak in this story, but it's not him.
0: Uh, what do you like, mean? Like
1: the executives and stuff.
0: Well, yeah, yes.
1: Yeah. like Like it's bad
0: (laughs) um but we're not quite there yet so first of all um music is by mark snow who did a theme song for a television series called x-files oh fun the movie comes out on august 28th 2020 uh early stages of theaters opening back up uh
1: they dumped it they dumped this movie
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Budget sixty-seven million domestically. It makes twenty-three point eight, and worldwide it makes forty-five. Yeah. Now that those are those are like legit pandemic numbers. I mean, sometimes like like late last year you'd sometimes or or early last year, and then in twenty twenty-one you would sometimes see and hear things that were like, oh, this movie was a pandemic
1: movie, and it was
0: like not really. Yeah. Um, this one can totally under that category yeah, for probably
1: sure. why they dumped it
0: yeah okay everybody we're coming in for another ad about our audiobook but we're going faster we wanted to give you the first intro that last time but now it's fast the fact
1: that you have to explain that this one's going to be faster is already <laughs> it's not already, already, already the chances cast.
0: but we're not slowing down okay shut it
1: our podcast the MaCOD podcast universe is now going to be available as audiobooks starting on april 25th Uh, several collections will be coming out that will include um, all of the Marvel phases that we have covered and more. And then we have more coming out on May 9th and then more coming out on June 6th. Um, And several of these collections will have exclusive bonus content that you can only get in the audiobooks.
0: Yeah, and some of them also include the Patreon episodes that made sense to include as well. And you can get these wherever you get your audiobooks. And you can go to the library and you can request that they get it. And
1: that means you can get it on like Barnes & Noble. Apple, Google Play. Downpour. Digital,
0: physical, Probably whatever. hoopla, maybe. Yeah. It's all over the place. Check it out. We love you guys. Out! Okay, so um, now I want to talk about something that might not interest you as much, but hopefully it does. And it's the box office of the X-Men movies. Okay. Now, I just want to say it's Don't just... Don't read
1: every no, tiny no, no. dollar. No, 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 no.
0: no. I, I just want to say it's that this is interesting that domestically, there's like a definite pattern in these movies. Oh, okay. So domestically, number one, Deadpool 2, number two, Deadpool, then Days of Future Past, which has a stacked cast. Yeah. Logan, X-Men Apocalypse, then the original X-Men Last Stand uh, of the original trilogy. The Wolverine, X2, Wolverine Origins, First Class, X-Men, and then at the bottom... Dark Phoenix, and then at below that, New Mutants. So, and then the worldwide box office, you can shuffle some of that stuff around, but but it's just kind of interesting that you would hope that they continue to build, and, oh, y- and you can see, yeah. you know, some of the first four or so movies are, are toward the bottom-ish, middle and bottom, but these last few are just lower and lower. Oh. So you, you can just see domestically... And worldwide, that that people are just not that interested in this universe anymore.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: Yeah. So, um, but before I get into production, because I have to kind of reread some of this stuff because it's kind of wild. Could you hit me with some actors and really fill the time?
1: Yeah. So first up, we have um, Maisie Williams, who plays Rain. I think that's what that's how they were saying her name, Sinclair. Um, she, of course, is in Game of Thrones. She's Arya Stark, um, but she's also in The The Falling, The Book of Love, Multiverses, Pistol, and a lot of stuff. And, uh, Charlie Heaton plays Sam Guthrie, or Sam Guthrie from Kentucky, (laughs) um... He, of course, is in Stranger Things. Um, as Michael likes to say, he is the upside-down version of Leonardo DiCaprio. I thought that was a private joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I think it's so devastatingly accurate. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, he's also in Marrowbone, um, The Souvenir, No Future, Soulmates. Um, I'm just now thinking this. I should have looked it up prior to this. But when did he get, like, extradited?
0: I don't remember.
1: Was it around any time? Like, did this affect the movie at all? Let me look it up. Okay. What's his name again? Charlie Heaton.
0: Wow, I thought it was Jonathan something.
1: That's his character's name in Stranger Things. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because wasn't it like he was arrested for drugs and was sent back to Canada and like can't come back to the U.S. or something?
0: Uh, in October 2017, Heaton was detained at the LAX airport in Los Angeles for possession of small amounts of cocaine. He was not charged with a crime and was instead sent back to London. He was later- London? Yeah. Oh. Um, he was later allowed to return to the US to shoot the third season of Stranger Things.
1: Oh, he's British. I thought he was Canadian.
0: I thought so too. Um, but yeah, so here's what's crazy. Remember, folks, this movie came out in 2020- by the time he gets caught in October 2017 with cocaine, they have shot this movie. Wild. We'll get Wild into it. Wild
1: stuff. <laughs> have we covered Anya Taylor-Joy? <laughs> yeah, we have in the split stuff. Oh, yeah, um, we have. Alice Braga. I,
0: I I have to say it, and I'm I'm sad to say it. She is a favorite of mine, and I didn't think it was going to happen, but uh, I have now seen her do a bad performance in a movie. Here's the
1: thing, though. I, I am agreeing with you. But I, I think you can – you got to defend all the actors here because watching this movie, I felt mad for all of them.
0: That's true. I mean, I think there's like, a lot of – They are
1: wa- – like, you. they got Anya Taylor-Joy in this movie, and they're wasting her. They're wasting everybody yeah, yeah. in this movie. Um, Alice Braga plays Dr. Reyes. She is also in I Am Legend. Oh, that's what she's from. Ah. Um, Predators, Elysium, um, Repo Men, and a lot of other stuff. Okay. Blue Hunt plays Danny Moonstar.
0: She's not really in anything. I think um, she's like, she's just also in, this. in
1: Another Life.
0: Oh, I'm wrong.
1: Um, the Originals, The Last. Oh, that's not. But that's she's like a total grown-ish. newbie. Pretty much.
0: I mean, this is like a, should should have been a breakout. She's in like role. Stumptown. That's after, though. Oh, okay. Okay, I, yeah. Not a lot,
1: but more than you think. Yeah. Um, Henrique, Henrique or Henrique. Zaga plays Roberto De Costa. Mm-hmm. Um He is in The Stand. He plays Nick. Do you remember who Nick is? I don't. Me neither. Um, looking for Alaska, 13 Reasons Why, so on and so forth.
0: 13 Reasons Why, I'm Looking for Alaska. <laughs> and How's that's that? about it. Okay. Well, I'm ready for production now. Okay. So, strap in, folks. After... Josh Boone made Fault in Our Stars. He got together with his childhood best friend, Nate Lee, and they s- created a comic book of Chris Claremont and Bill Sienkiewicz' New Mutants comic to adapt into a trilogy. And so... Sorry.
1: They, using the inspiration of the already established New, New Mutants comic, they created their own? Uh-huh. Okay, I just needed yeah. to... Okay.
0: Uh, And so they pitched this as a trilogy. Okay. Number one, rubber reality supernatural horror movie. I don't know what rubber reality means, but. Number two, uh, alien invasion film featuring Warlock. And then the third would have been an apocalyptic horror film inspired by the 1989 comic book storyline Inferno.
1: Rubber reality genre is where the characters of the movie are not aware that the true nature of reality is different from their perceptions.
0: Oh, okay. So they definitely pulled that one off. <laughs> so th- that's what they do. Um, right off the bat, they're like, Professor X is going to be in it. That was one thing. And um, they, they, they were like, we have been approved to make a full-fledged horror movie. And I remember hearing that this was going to be a horror movie.
1: And I was into it.
0: I was like, that's a cool idea. Yes. I'm into it. But some things happen. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he, he they're they're originally going to come out with it in April of 2018, and um, there there's there winds up being a ton of different writers on the movie that are uncredited. But this is like unconfirmed. Obvious. But there's apparently one, two, three, four, five, six. Plus, there was at least 12 people beyond the two that are written credits. Obvious, Yeah. Um, but the studio's like, yeah, we hear that you want to make a horror movie. But even though we have two rated R movies that have been huge successes, <laughs> we don't think that that's a good idea. And we think it should be PG-13. And so they fall on a compromise, which is let's make John Hughes meet Stephen King. Okay, Good pitch. Yeah. I, I also found out he had an interesting story about Stephen King. Tell me. When he was a kid, he he grew up in a very strict uh, uh, Christian household where mm-hmm. Stephen King was off limits. And so he would sneak his books and, like, rip off the covers and put them in other mm-hmm. books mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And he wrote a letter to Bangor, Maine, and he just assumed that they would know where to give it.
1: Are you oh, – okay,
0: really? yeah. And just telling him how much the, his work means to him. And uh, by the way, folks, Jordan and I, a couple of years ago, we we did the pilgrimage to Bangor, Maine. And mm-hmm. we saw Stephen King's house and looked up all the locations of Dairy, Maine and all that stuff. It was very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he, his dad one day is like, hey, you got like a package from Stephen King. Get out. And so Stephen King sent him back because I think he'd also sent him the first three Dark Tower books. I think, huh? and so he signed those for him, uh-huh. and and they began talking. And then um, later in life, I guess they kind of like uh, had somewhat of a relationship Get where they were like, kind of here. friends. <laughs> Stop. Because he asked him to be in a movie or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, and so he, he in in the interview I was reading, he said like, and we later developed a relationship or something like that.
1: That is so yeah. cool. He's so, the coolest person.
0: So all you had to do was write him, Jordan.
1: Apparently, <laughs> well, I didn't start reading him until later on. Way in life.
0: later, yeah. Um,
1: and it, it would not have been off limits in my House.
0: Yeah, right. So, um, and oh, and also when his parents saw that Stephen King like wrote back to him and stuff and gave him all this stuff, they lifted the Stephen King ban. You
1: have to, yeah. This so man, that's man is, pretty cool. is fostering your child's creativity.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Um, but so then, if you'll remember. Around, around the time that they're still working on this movie, they haven't started shooting it. Um, well, maybe they had because of this. But yeah, uh, anyway, the movie It comes out. So I, th- I think they would have already shot the movie by now. I'm a little, I'm forgetting what, what comes f- first. But the studio's like, oh, that movie did really well. Go for the horror. And they release a trailer online that is like really showcasing the horror. And that's when we're all like, "Whoa, okay, it's horror." Hmm. Um, but then they they had decided by then that they were going to do reshoots to add like more of a YA material to the movie. Okay. But after this movie comes out, does well, and then they release their trailer and they're seeing all this stuff, they're like, "You know what? Let's not worry about that. Actually, stick with the horror."
1: Man, they had no faith in these people. <laughs> yeah,
0: but in the end, um. A lot of people think that some of the tonal shifts involving the movie had to do with that there wasn't a strong producer presence on set because Simon Kinberg, the producer, was busy directing Dark Phoenix.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: So this it, it seems like this movie's kinda like while they're making it, there's not a lot of oversight. So oh, you're, ge- I think, that's I think really that, Interesting. Yeah, I think you're getting like notes from where it's like make it less scary, and then it's like who wrote the I- I'm totally like yeah. guessing. Like no at one's this here point, to actually
1: witness how scary or not it is.
0: That's the impression I got. Um, and so, yeah, so then they they had to do some rewrites, um, because Apocalypse was people didn't like that movie, and and they. At one point, they were gonna have John Hamm show up in like the post credits as Mister Sinister. Um,
1: how many? How many? Huh?
0: <laughs> yeah. And then Antonio Banderas was supposed to show up and play how a many, villain. How many? How many? Who? Uh, but all of that didn't come through. And um... yeah, so so they keep they keep changing things and they keep rescheduling reshoots. So so I believe by the point it comes out, I think that they have finished shooting the movie, and then. Now they just keep on being like, okay, we'll do reshoots, we'll do reshoots, we'll do reshoots. And now they're like, the cast is kind of too old to do reshoots now. Uh-huh. And they keep going back and forth on horror, not horror. And then Disney now owns Fox. And so they're like, what do we do with this movie? And there was a point where Boone put it like this. He was like, I, I, I hadn't worked on the movie in a year what it had just been sitting there so we went back to like finish the movie and it was just like at this point we're just adding like touches and stuff because we can't do reshoots we can't really change that much and by then they they had pushed the movie um let's see 1 2 this would be the the third change of date
1: so this just feels like a case of they weren't this movie wasn't given enough attention
0: yeah i think so
1: that's interesting because the the concept of this movie is an instant banger. It, it's like such a good Absolutely. idea. It's so cool. And we've had so many superhero movies at this point. Why not? Like, and, and it almost, I can kind of, I, I feel like during that time I would probably feel like they're not really playing with genres and yeah. superhero movies. This one, they want to play with genre. One of my favorites. Yeah. I want to see this. I haven't seen any other X-Men movies at this point or, you know, but a few. Yeah. But I'll go see this movie.
0: Oh yeah, I was get, you're like get fully, fully on people board to, with to the see idea. this
1: movie.
0: Yeah. But um here's the thing, so they they keep pushing the movie. They eventually are like April 2019. Now, of course, they don't do that Yeah, because of COVID. Um or wait, no, that'd be 2019. That was a year before COVID. So, yeah, yeah I I think maybe maybe they were maybe they had it to April 2020 at one point. Yes. They pushed it to April 2020 and then they do they move it a fourth time to august so All that right. last move is the only one that's covid adjacent the other 3 are just because they don't have a movie put together wow um but here's the kicker and what shocked me no reshoots ever took place for this movie what so that explains a lot it actually does yeah it it seems like especially when when disney comes into the picture they're just like we really are not interested in building this universe that you are working on, this little universe Which within I, a universe. I understand,
1: I understand that. So it's just, that's yeah. bad luck.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I also don't see where the good movie is in this. No, you know? me neither.
1: It's just I a mean, good concept. I,
0: it, the concept's great, but like the actual scenes and stuff, it's it's not like, uh, not to invoke the, the Snyder cut of Justice League, but to invoke it, like, I still think that that's a bad story and it's not a good Movie, but but the upgrade from the theatrical to the Zack Snyder cut is insane quality-wise, and of course there's more money into that Mm -hmm. and all this other stuff to, to deal with. But but like it is actually boggling how much if you had only seen those two movies in your life, you'd be like, well, one is an F and the other one is an A+. plus." Like, they're so yeah. different from each other. Yeah. And I don't see that this movie has that somewhere. You know, where no. there's like, oh, if we had shot five more scenes, this movie would really work. No. Um, you, you need to start over. Right. Um, and so then the movie comes out. Nobody sees it. Now, a lot of that is because, I mean, I know us at the time, we weren't even comfortable going to the theaters. We wouldn't
1: have seen this one, but...
0: We, we wouldn't have, right. but... So I think it kind of protected the movie from maybe like really falling off a cliff. Yeah. Um, yeah, because
1: it's just forgotten.
0: Now it's like, oh, that that's a that's a casualty of COVID, is what you can say instead yeah. of a a bad movie. Like, I hope I would hope that for Josh Boone, this doesn't like hurt his career.
1: Oh, yeah. You know what
0: I mean? Because it doesn't sound like he got to do what he meant to do. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it also sounded like he needed some more guidance.
0: Yeah, and I. You know, it, it, but it looks like during the pandemic, he was able to release that and The Stand and The Stand maybe is something he'd be more proud of. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, he can do that. I'm not going to watch The Stand. You know, you read the book and it's like, you, you can't adapt. This It's too big. But, well, I they, don't need to watch a show. I mean,
1: that show is so bad. It has to be so bad because when I, I don't as soon as I found out the network, it was like on CBS or something. So it was like, OK, well, it's not going to be good because they're not going to i don't know I just don't have faith in that network to to actualize that right um and then when i saw stills of the show everyone was so beautiful and yeah. not dirty
0: and it's like and the end of the world this is a
1: it's an as a pandemic that has killed 99% of the population yeah i there was no there was nothing there no
0: so let's get into the movie huh Let's do it. Now, if we kind of skip around, I think it's okay. Yeah. We just kind of hit the highlights because we got a lot to talk about as far as the X-Men universe at large.
1: So let's just say straight off the bat, in terms of like how this movie looks, like it is so obvious sometimes that there was a re-edit uh-huh. and this speaks to there was no reshoot. So they yeah. had, they'd had no choice but to re-edit scenes and sometimes you could tell that they like zoomed in. On a thing, yeah. There would be a naturally. weird like
0: motion blur that you see in like Vic Berger videos. Yeah. Um. I only noticed it one time, but it yeah. seems like you noticed well, it maybe a couple notice, more. I notice. I
1: only noticed that motion blur one time too, but it just felt like there were others like shots like, that shots just that, just that were look, like
0: cropped. That would, weird. Yeah, they were
1: cropped weird. That's what it is. Yeah. And the the cut. Some of the cuts were just really off feeling, and I I. Yeah, it, it was all over the place with that kind of stuff. And it looked so bad. I, It was shot just horrendously. Yeah. Like, not only did it look bad, but the way it was shot was just like, there was. there's no horror in this movie.
0: No, this would be, I think it'd be scary if you were maybe like seven or eight. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. You know? Because uh, I, I thought the smiley face dudes were cool. They, they just, it was like, I don't understand why these are CG. I hated it. Because yeah. I, I like the design, but but it it reminded me of Pan's Labyrinth, and I was like, why didn't you just hire Doug Jones to just walk around
1: a, and then duplicate him a ton of times? I, yeah, no, yeah.
0: seriously, because that would be that would be like scary. That yeah. would actually be scary. Um, so that that that's why there's things where it's like
1: I'm also confused by that part of the story, but
0: yeah, yeah,
1: we can talk about it.
0: Oh, okay. So so movie starts out with um this girl running, and her dad's like something came.
1: I liked how it started.
0: Yeah, it didn't look good, but no, it didn't. But I was it, I was giving it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah,
1: it, it was a just start right away. That was I thought that was good. Um, yeah, and then she wakes up in the insane asylum. Um,
0: it, it's very funny that like the movie starts asylum,
1: the hospital.
0: Yeah, the movie starts and it says she's like my dad always said that there's two bears within us, like uh, an evil bear and then a good bear, and they fight for balance. And it's just funny because I was like, I didn't think that that meant there was a literal evil bear within her.
1: <laughs> I think that if it was a better story and written better and they still had an actual bear, I think you, you would fixate on that less.
0: Well, yeah. And, and I, I gotta say, um, like I, I want to go on record as pro demon bear in movies. I mean, yeah. if you are going to put a demon bear in a movie, I am definitely pro that. Yeah. But this this movie, uh, I mean, I saw someone on Letterboxd that I follow was like, for a movie that has a demon bear, it sucks that I don't really like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, but yeah. Anyway,
1: so things that I've issue with issues with right off the bat,
0: uh-huh. as
1: we're kind of getting to know this world a little bit, um, there's just no explanation for it that I think there needed to be. But okay, so in this movie, we have five kids. Yeah. And one doctor. Yeah. Five kids. And one doctor in this oh, yeah. facility, and yeah, it's run by some corporation that we find out later. But this, they're they're not going to help the doctor out. They're not going to like give her a staff. There, well, was, and, there was no mention of like yeah. of like why there would only be one doctor. She physically yeah. can't be doing that twenty four seven.
0: Well, see, and here's something where I will say like if they had done reshoots. Or if Disney was interested in, like, letting this story kind of hint at a bigger universe, that's where, like, John Hamm comes in at the end, and he was like, I was behind the whole thing. Or whatever. Because there's, like, someone at a computer the whole time. Yeah. And it's never shown who that is. Yeah. Um, Behind a computer? You mean, like, At the computer.
1: That was her at the computer. What? That was the doctor at the computer.
0: But I thought there were times... Receiving
1: information on what to do.
0: Oh yeah, but I mean, uh, okay. So what I mean is like, who's sending that information sure, to her? Sure, like, sure. Yeah. And and the the movie is setting it up like we're gonna be, you know, explaining this, and then it it doesn't do anything with it. No. Um, and I I feel like in this type of movie, that's not just being like creative by like not showing you the villain. That's just not. That's just bad writing. It
1: is. It is bad, and it, it is just like your your world just is illogical when when it. It feels like you're trying to set up this, like, insane asylum movie. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like this is a ward in a hospital. This is the hospital. Yeah. And you have one doctor
0: running right. the whole thing.
1: <laughs> that is not feasible. That doesn't make sense. Well, and
0: I, I like the idea that the movie has where it's like, here's someone with these psychic powers, and they are creating these hauntings for all these other characters. Yeah. But I wish there was, like, a mystery to it. Yeah. Because right away I was like, "Oh, that's her power."
1: No, the kids aren't like trying to figure it out the whole time or anything.
0: Yeah, and and it would have been much more interesting, I think, if if they had Especially set it up in a way that it felt like maybe the guy behind the computer,
1: or well, I was thinking, is like setting those things, the up. doctor. They're, they start becoming suspicious of the doctor because it's like, do we really know the doctor? Yeah, and it, and it's like, do we really know all of her mutant powers, or right. is she a mutant? And you think that she's doing these things, or they're like being drugged? Yeah. Um, and they, like, there's just, there's so, you, you can run wild with the possibilities of, know, of misdirection. Really
0: yeah. Yeah. It's just a very uncompelling movie. Yeah. You know?
1: Especially when we have a movie like Glass. I would, I thought about Glass I actually didn't often, think about it until now.
0: Where it was like, I actually kept thinking about how good Glass looked. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and thinking that it has Anya Taylor-Joy and James McAvoy in it. And I was like, that's the X-Men movie I want to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just not... It's kind of like, what's the point of talking about the plot?
1: I, I know. I know. Uh, but be- yeah, she, she wakes up in the hospital and she's she is she is a mutant and they're here they're there she's there to be studied to make sure that she's not a danger to herself and society but to herself is what they're promising her Uh so they're she's here under observation to work through it with the other kids who are there for the same reasons yeah i also just like it just felt like such a first draft of a story yeah but you'd think like a kid who's new there trying to figure out herself in this world, what her place is, what happened to her, how she got there. And there's no, like, really figuring out how anyone else got there. No!
0: At all. And and it was it, another, like, totally weird thing at the beginning of the movie. And this is first draft, like you're saying. Like, same thing, where our main character runs... For some reason, Ilyana right off the bat's like, run, run, my American child. Uh-huh. And so she's running, and she runs into a shield. The next scene, she's trying to commit suicide. Yeah. And I was like, you have not shown me that the character is th- in this much despair that she's like, I'm ready to lose it all. Yeah. She she goes from like, oh, I'd love to escape to immediately, like, I need to kill myself. And I, I was, it didn't really make any sense at all. And later in the movie, she d- it, it it actually felt cheap uh, adding just, like, a very serious topic, like suicide, yeah. and just being, like, that flippant with it. Yeah. It was kind of like, oh, wow, we're just not going to yeah. deal with that. So
1: the movie that I was thinking about during this movie was um, the Dream Masters, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. Dream Masters. Oh, ho, ho. Because that takes place in a, a hospital. Found out
0: that was an influence on the movie.
1: No, not enough. <laughs> um but that, but that that movie, as anyone who's listened to that episode of us covering it, that movie rocks. And it's children in a hospital who are ha- like are all having a collective hysteria is what yeah. is being studied. Um and it's just like base level, what a badass concept. Yeah. And not only that, they knocked it out of the park. So then you have we have another teen movie of all these kids in a hospital who are we all know this is a mutant movie. There's no that, so we know that, but I, I just they they should have I can't believe that they set cited that as inspiration because it just doesn't feel like it.
0: I know, I, I feel like they should have just basically not ripped it off, but but just kind of like homaged it heavily, I yes, guess. Like, I know, cause like Stranger movie, Things is not doing same storylines as Spielberg movies, but it's like, yeah, like
1: we, we know you guys love Spielberg and you love Stephen King. Yeah, and it's, that like, much is it's like they're
0: riding around on bikes. Like, you read it. We get it. Like, yeah. sometimes it can even be a little too much for some people. I enjoy Yeah. it, but um, it, it being Stranger Things. But it felt like this movie could have been maybe a little more like, hey, you know what? Here's the deal. Freddy Krueger in this movie is this bad guy, Mr. Sinister or whoever. Right. And it is the team that has to fight him. And it's Dream Masters, but it's superheroes. And oh, I'd be I, like, why not? Let's go.
1: Yeah. So, because the thing that they do really well in that movie is
0: all. But heck, the... bring Freddy Krueger into the X Men. Hey,
1: <laughs> let, let's go. Um, In that movie, they do really well is each kid has their own thing. Yeah. That's very established. Whether it's that one kid that likes play, making those marionette dolls. Yeah. And the other kid who was like really strong and all this stuff. Like, and you have that other girl who like is a drug addict. I'm bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So they all have their own thing. And beautiful. And in this movie, <laughs> the only thing people have is um, one dude, the one hot guy, like...
0: I get too hot. He
1: gets too hot and can't... I don't know. He He's rich, apparently. But they don't go further with yeah. that. And then... Um, The Charlie Heaton character carries around a piece of freaking coal from the coal mine where he is responsible for his father's death. I exploded. He could be more of a caricature of the South (laughs) in this movie. And Anya Taylor-Joy's character, like we find out that she's been abused. Although I'm still unclear on how that worked.
0: Yeah, I guess she was abused by mutants.
1: But I couldn't tell if like her as a child... Oh, made yeah. those characters up, like those are monsters. Uh huh. To like cope with what actually happened to her. Yeah. I couldn't tell. And then our other character, her thing is, like she just says that she was hurt by a Hers priest.
0: Was more compelling it to was, me because they got the,
1: into it more than anyone else. Yeah, because
0: they they said that the priest. She she said that she had like turned into this wolf, and the priest said she was a witch and marked her with an M for mutant. W for which. Oh, I thought it was M for mutant. I thought
1: it was a W for
0: witch. That makes more sense, but it works for both. Sure. Uh and that actually worked and like her flashback um or when she was in the shower and was attacked. That was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. I thought I thought that stuff was like almost good.
1: But it was all like so half-assed, yeah. all of
0: it. Yeah. I no, mean No
1: one felt like a true character.
0: I wonder if any of this is a symptom of just like, hey, like this is an X Men movie. We'll probably get to make more. We can expand on this stuff later. Which isn't a good way to start a no. series. We see that time and time again when 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 you try and go in and be like, hey, it's the Mummy, but we're setting up another so you, universe. You think that
1: they had too much, um, too much confidence in the brand name.
0: I think it's possible that they had too much confidence in the brand name.
1: That's interesting
0: because, like,
1: I actually feel like there should be more pressure on a movie like this.
0: Yeah, well, because that, that, of the brand name. Well, that's like that's like de- if you look at Deadpool and Logan, the two movies that really go outside of the of the. Um, Norm. I'm going to call it hockey lines for some reason. <laughs> okay. um, the, those two movies that go outside the hockey lines, <laughs> they they do, they work really hard to be like. I mean, those movies are very confident in what they are doing but they're also like they know that they have to they have to be good. Yeah. They can't not be good.
1: This one the whole time is unsure of what it is.
0: Yeah. Which of course is studio notes going back and forth, I'm sure. Yeah. But also it just doesn't feel like the bare bones are there either. No. Um but yeah, I mean, we've kind of covered a lot here. Uh there, there is so there is the scene where the kids are like Ilyana, Ilyana says, hey, guess what? Is that what? the
1: character's name? Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Um, and she's the sister of Colossus. Um, she goes, guess what, guys? I made the nurse fall asleep so we can do whatever we want. <sighs> and then there's this and montage. Instead of, instead
1: of being five children trapped in a hospital, not sure actually how to get out of here. They've Presumably some of them have been here for a while. No one seems to be questioning when they're leaving apparently and they drug her and their their go-to isn't let's raid her files and her computer to try and learn more information about this is the john hughes note let's pop some popcorn put on a movie dance and throw the popcorn around the room and say she's gonna kill us for this
0: yeah and i'm like okay if 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 she's if you're gonna say a line like, do you know how much trouble we're gonna get into when they're just like running around on a wheelchair and like skidding with it and then throwing popcorn around, it's like this isn't even stuff that would take longer to clean up than like five minutes.
1: No. You just get a vacuum.
0: Yeah. Um so so maybe, maybe do something that's actually insane like, like high
1: stakes like they're taking a risk doing like something. hey guess
0: what i found cocaine or something like that yeah <laughs> i don't know I, I, there's I one
1: mean... lady to five children you don't think that like the kids can just go swim whenever they want because there's only one person <laughs> yeah. who's in charge of them when like anyone else can just be like i'm just gonna watch tv all day yeah we have like one session a day is how it feels <laughs> what else am i supposed to do with my time
0: it's weird. And and they also try and connect it with Logan, like yeah. suggesting that she was part of the group that was also She
1: is part of the group cuz that is the Essex Corporation.
0: Okay, That's yeah. what they were saying. Yeah. That that was um part of the Gilmore's foot is twitching. Look. Viewers, listeners, look. Oh, I think he heard my name and now he's kind of awake. He's not twitching anymore.
1: He heard his name. Probably oh, yeah. by your name.
0: <laughs> anyway, so uh what was I talking about? Come on, (laughs) come on. I can't edit. Oh,
1: the Essex Corporation stuff. Oh yeah.
0: They, they, they show footage from Logan from the video that he looks at where he sees that they're um, experimenting on children. And uh, especially knowing that the universe is shut down and there's no more X-Men movies except for Deadpool three. I was just like, Oh, they should have cut this footage yeah at least like keep the essex corporation whatever like i didn't remember what that was so who cares but don't show the footage from logan yeah um and it's like you're comparing the best movie in this franchise to one of if not the worst it's not the worst nothing is worse <laughs> than apocalypse um but yeah they they do try and get it on in the pool
1: audio and roberto yeah or but something.
0: i get too hot yeah, And then it turns out that it's a it's a it psionic so, event, actually. It was
1: so funny. First of all, how many freaking people are hot in the, at the like, how many fire mutants are there? I feel like this is, like, the <laughs> third or fourth one, and it's not the same character. Yeah. And then also, at some point, that they all, because it's fun for some reason, well, I guess I could see this actually being fun as a kid, but they all, like, patch up to a polygraph and ask each other questions. Yeah. And that's when they find out that that guy has has not had sex with like a million girls like he claims. He's had
0: sex with zero.
1: He's and then I, I think he tries hot. to say like three, and then but like that's even a lie. Uh-huh. And then like yeah, he hasn't had sex at all. And I just love that the question is why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's people's reaction. <laughs> the response is well, why not? We all have. Is <laughs> how it feels.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I I do like, and this is more of a movie thing, but eh, actually it's just poorly written where gets hooked up to it and they mention that they go up there and then he goes dare and she goes no you don't do that you have to ask the right question then he's like okay truth (laughs) it's like why are you saying truth or dare if you don't do dares and this
1: I, this i admit is nitpicky but they get up there and our main character is like so you guys come up here and hang out and mr kentucky's like "Yeah, it's just one place that doesn't have cameras and then it's immediately there's we a camera see the camera.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh i i don't know so
1: was anya ever in the pool
0: no, no. okay
1: that was to like entice him yeah okay
0: um and then, and then like Ilyana's face dudes come out and attack everybody.
1: We're really jumping.
0: I mean that's okay, right?
1: Okay, that's fine.
0: No one wa- watched this movie. Okay,
1: well b- before that though, um, it is determined we still don't quite know what our main characters' powers are, but it's determined that whatever we they do, are,
0: because it keeps on showing her every time there's a haunting and she's bright red and it says psionic event, well, yeah. psionic event. But
1: I still wasn't quite sure what it was myself. Like, I I, I need a little bit of an explanation. Jordan, Jordan. But they the computer determined that she needs to be um, terminated because she's too dangerous. Yeah. So the doctor is going to kill her.
0: Oh, right, right. I forgot about yeah. all that.
1: And um, Wolf Girl uh, mauls her and they get away. Yeah. And then that's when the nightmares start coming out, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it, we get, like, 30 smiley face, Slender Man. Slenderman. Slenderman. Yeah. Um
0: yeah. And plural. I guess I was what? Plural, yes. <laughs> Slenderman.
1: Um I I think this part also just was like so all over the place because it's like this is our you know our action scene you know action part of the movie, action packed <laughs> part of the movie. And you're just gonna give us 30 Slenderman? Yeah. That's it? Yeah, we, we get like no, like dead, like the ghost of all these miners. Oh, that, like, ghost miners! Charlie Keaton cool. is responsible for killing, or like the guys, the other guy's girl, like burned <laughs> up girlfriend yeah. zombie, like walking around. Either same with the priest. Like we do get the priest. Yeah, but um, it, it's just like no, we actually just couldn't figure out how to make it all work, so we just put the slender man in there. That's it. And then I also am so confused by iliana's powers yeah so she can she can um teleport
0: she can make someone go unconscious
1: make someone go unconscious laser sword laser sword with a cool bionic arm yeah and goes into some fantasy land
0: and then i i think the sword and maybe her arm are like she can make fantasies come to life is my guess
1: it was so unclear
0: yeah it didn't make she sense. had
1: two. she could do too much
0: and and I'm sure it's all comic booky, but it's like that's too much power. Yeah. No no one woman should have all that power. <laughs> uh yeah, it, no. Uh no. Don't like it.
1: <laughs> it just didn't you, you need to do better at explaining it.
0: One thing for anyone that watched it, uh there's a scene where they go into the doctor's office and they're like the doctor tried to kill Moonstone or whatever her name is. And then um Charlie Heaton goes, "What?" What? and we were around it three times and started it, laughing so it was hard very funny and then we have the scene that i called brother bear yeah and uh i i will say this is the weirdest of the brother bear sequels this movie because <laughs> then the literal evil bear shows up and starts fighting them in a church
1: well don't you know that it was the bear at the beginning of the movie yes okay
0: <laughs> yes i do oh, know. Okay. okay. um and he it actually, for the most part, looked good.
1: I guess I don't know why you have such an issue with it being a bear
0: well I just think it's funny that it there's like this story about the the bear like this parable, and then it's just literally a bear,
1: but don't you think that she in her subconscious her nightmare is the evil bear inside her that she's f- afraid of
0: yeah, yeah i I just think it's it was it was very silly okay that, that it was it was real instead of it being like. Like just a metaphor, and then some other evil force.
1: No, it's it's fine. It's fine because what do you? What would you rather have? An amorphous blob that we usually get?
0: No, no. I I I think I think I would probably just maybe make up a different parable or something like that. But
1: it's a Native American parable.
0: I know. I know. I, I I don't know how to. I don't know how to fix it because I didn't think about it. I just it struck me as funny when it was a real bear that came. Okay came through i just thought it was silly okay um and it's I didn't think all too much about a silly that. movie yeah so it's just like okay
1: yeah she is Art moonstone if that's her name
0: i don't think it is, is
1: but i think that's her last name
0: it seems she... like her name should be eli Moonstone. moonstar moonstar um is there someone named eli moonstone in like fiction because that sounds like something Hi, I'm Dr. Eli Moonstone. Are you looking that up? Mm-hmm. Let me no. know if anything comes up. No. Okay, that's copywritten on this podcast. You can't name any characters that or you owe us $5 billion.
1: But she <laughs> is she is unconscious for a lot of this, and they're just trying to wake her up, and then when she finally wakes up, it doesn't, like, stop the nightmare.
0: Yeah. I don't remember how she, like, defeats it. She
1: just tells it, no, I'm not afraid of you anymore.
0: Oh, yeah, that was lame. Yeah. And then the movie ends, yeah. And X Men is over. Uh
1: huh.
0: That's like the 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 triumphant end to X Men, the epilogue. That's the last of the X Men movies. Yeah, pretty right, bad. Right when we needed them, it's pretty bad. But it's it's like Apocalypse was hard to watch, and I felt angry. This was Me like too. whatever. Yeah. Like I've I've seen worse. I'll see worse than this. This is just a movie. That's barely a movie. Whatever, I don't care.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm forgetting about it once we're done talking about it.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So, what do you think about X Men? About X Men. Um. I think the X Men are pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because w- when we went into this, you were like, "Oh my gosh, we have to watch so many X Men movies. This sucks." I feel like it wasn't that hard, actually, no,
1: it was like nothing i I was dreading a fast and furious situation,
0: yeah, and, and it, it wasn't like that, and even though I feel like it's a v it was a very disjointed universe that they didn't think through a lot of stuff
1: that's what I think is what made it so interesting,
0: yeah, it kind of made it interesting and and you know what here's something else that's that I'll say that's very strange is. I think the reckless abandon of this series was a little refreshing to me for some reason. Yeah. The fact that they just weren't, like, beholden to basic things they set up, like timelines and stuff, because sometimes I do feel like the MCU gets, especially with, like, the blip stuff, how mm-hmm. they just keep referencing the blip and everything, I'm like, okay, I know where this movie takes place. Can we just move forward at this point? Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of nice that it's like, oh, I guess it's just, I guess now in the nineties, this dumb thing happened to the X-Men, <laughs> whatever. Yeah.
1: So I, it's like a history of the X.
0: Men. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of dug in a weird way how much they weren't good at keeping the timeline of the universe together. Yeah. And I think that's just cause I'm, you know, I'm a little tired of the interconnectivity of Marvel, even though that's the fun of it. Yeah. Um, so I kind of dug that. Honestly, yeah,
1: I, I agree with that. It's like in a way, it feels a little bit more episodic.
0: Yeah. Um, another thing that I did really like about the universe is like Hugh Jackman, a number one. You probably got to put him in like top three comic book performers. Yeah. I think you got to put him up there with um, Tony uh, Tony Stark, Iron Man, Robert Downey. Yeah. And uh, I don't know who the third would be, but Chris Evans. I don't know. Yeah, but I, w- I don't know if I'd put him there. One of the yet. Batman.
1: One of the Batman. Yeah,
0: but there's so many, and they're all kind of cool their in their thing. own way, except yeah. for Ben Affleck. But, um, oh, come on. Well, I he doesn't. I
1: think you heard his feelings. No, but
0: he doesn't have an opportunity to do anything, uh, I, I think, more than anything else. Um, I almost
1: feel like in any movie that he's been in as Batman, he's a little confused why he's there yeah. and how he got there.
0: Oh, you know what? Christopher Reeve as Superman. That would be okay. probably the number one. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I, I actually number one is J. Jonah Jameson. I forgot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's my favorite comic book casting of all time. <laughs> uh but anyway, I, I yeah, I I kind of dig the universe. I think the original crew really rocks. Yeah. And that original trilogy I really enjoy.
1: Real yeah.
0: um and yeah, I I think too, you know, now Marvel is gonna integrate the X-Men.
1: So in a way, this like having seen all of them now, yeah, it's like oh, end of an era of these types of superhero movies.
0: Yeah, and and there's a, there's a little leak over because there's Deadpool three, right? And and there is like Charles is in Doctor Strange, but it's like but an it's alternate another... Charles and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Um. But my my hope is, and I'd like to hear what you think. I hope that they go square one with the X Men. Sure. I really don't want it to be like Avengers 5 and then all of a sudden like uh you know James McAvoy comes rolling up in a in a wheelchair yeah, and I it's agree. like I'm here and then like the that class of X-Men. I I think I think we need a clean starting point for the X-Men. I
1: agree. That's my hope too.
0: And Deadpool can kind of either not really integrate with the MCU or he can look at the camera and be like, "Yeah, I know it doesn't make any sense, but I I live in this universe now." Yeah. And it'd be fine. Yeah. And well, I would accept What are they doing that. about Venom? I don't know.
1: Because that's Fox, right?
0: Yeah. Sony. Sony. Uh,
1: oh, that's right. It's Sony. That's right. Because I but remember. But there was that
0: post credit scene. But that
1: was also a different universe.
0: It was, yeah. So it,
1: I think, like, you can get away with that? Yeah, you can. Okay.
0: Yeah, I guess that works. Okay. They could still technically have, like, a different Venom in Spider-Man. Okay. Um, yeah, that would work. And we still don't have to cover that in Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I hope they go clean slate with it. Um, I do fear that they're gonna get a little gun shy because Phase Five is off to a rough start, and they might rely a little bit on like you know what we renewed some contracts and these actors you liked or better. Oh. Uh, but I hope they don't do that. <sighs> we need fresh blood, as much as they've gone through so many X Men actors. We need fresh blood.
1: I think so too. I agree. I want that.
0: And another thing I would like is, I I mean, I've said this on previous episodes, but I think the X-Men work best when they are somewhat divorced from other superheroes because it's always struck me as odd that you could have like people in the U.S. all mad that there's mutants, but then they like Captain America. Okay. So I actually kind of like that these X-Men movies existed at the same time as the MCU and there was no crossover? Yes. Because it's like, that makes more sense to me. Yes. Because in a world of superheroes, it doesn't make sense that there's X-Men too. No. Really.
1: And when Um, they were writing those comic books, they weren't thinking about that.
0: Not in that way, Not in that way. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure you could cite like storylines and stuff that are cool, but I still think they're best when they don't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially when you're hitting the themes of like, you know, hate.
1: So what's the thing to do then X-Men get into this franchise and then they just don't really call that much attention to like the fact of what a mutant is.
0: Well, here, here's what I hope. I hope that what they do is like, they bring the X-Men in and they start doing their own movies and basically do the same thing that they did before, but they would show up in like the big Avengers movies and like team up. But that's kind of it. That's my hope interesting Be- because I, I i would rather them not do like oh my gosh like wolverine and charles are going to team up with doctor strange in doctor strange 3 i don't want that yeah um i i would i would prefer it if they kind of just kept them separate and then every once in a while it was like charles we have to call upon you like we need your team because we can't defeat how do this you villain. feel about
1: like a storyline where it's a it's an like an Avenger meaning it's at one of the Avengers. It's one of their movies. Yeah, and they're going on their story, and they're like, "Oh, I have to go talk to Charles for five minutes to try and help me figure out this thing that I'm going through." Kind of like in um the news, sp- the newest Spider Man movie. I mean, yeah. Doctor Strange was in it quite a bit. Yeah, but it, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Where it was like, Doctor Strange, help me.
0: That's what I don't want them to do. That's
1: kind of. I think I don't want that either.
0: Yeah. But I mean I have faith. I think Kevin Feige gets this stuff. Yeah. I mean I mean I'm not good, just gonna say that like the MCU is doomed because Quantumania was bad. Yeah. Um But but I yeah, I, I just think it's better when they're not interacting as much. Mm-hmm. Um but do a little interacting, of course. And uh, what what you may not know is in the Miss Marvel show technically in the mcu i believe that is the first mutant because she is a mutant at the end of the show they're like hey these bracelets gave you powers but also it looks like you have a mutation in your genes so that huh. that makes me think that they're just gonna have like mutants and superheroes all over the place just coexisting yeah which i mean they do it in the comics whatever yeah it's just not it's just not what like my personal preference is yeah um but yeah Interesting. Should we rank them?
1: Uh, okay.
0: You need me to go first to remember yes. the movies? Okay, so this is pretty tough, but at the very bottom, X-Men Apocalypse, easy. Uh, then I I think I'd probably have to go... I'd probably go Days of Future Past. Really? Then I would probably go New Mutants. Um. Then probably First Class... Then Dark Phoenix. Then Deadpool 2. Then uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. X-Men. Deadpool. The Wolverine. X-Men 2. And Logan. I see your phone. Yeah, here. It's coming in hot. Catch. Wow, nice catch, yo.
1: So I think for me, I would do Apocalypse at the Bottom, New Mutants. I think I would put First Class next. Okay. Then Days of Future Pass.
0: Whoa, you're putting you're putting first class below that. That's crazy.
1: I really hated that movie.
0: First There's class a guy
1: hula hooping.
0: I know, but that it has a story and makes sense. And first class was just, just when was I when I boring. think back
1: on it though, it makes me more upset that yeah. it's
0: and and you the, did have Hugh Jackman in first and future pass, so
1: Well that that's not really determining anything for me. He's just a Hulk in that movie. Um, <gasps> so then Days of Future Pass, maybe uh X Men Origins Wolverine, Dark Phoenix, um Deadpool Two No 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 X Men, Deadpool Two.
0: Whoa, that's wild.
1: Well, I'm kind of forgetting my order already. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say that. Um, and then did I say Dark Phoenix and then Deadpool 2? Yeah. Um and then X Oh, um what's left?
0: Uh I don't think you said Deadpool, Logan, the Wolverine, X2 or The Last Stand. Oh, I don't think I said The Last Stand either.
1: I think I would do Deadpool 2 and then Deadpool. Did I say Origins yet?
0: Yeah, you have said that one already. (laughs) You put that one below Dark Phoenix.
1: Oh, I would switch that. Okay. So um, Dark Phoenix and then Origins, Deadpool 2, Deadpool 1, Um, probably X3, X2, and Logan.
0: Wow, so you jumped up X... Three, because you like you liked that movie. I one. do like
1: that movie more, but two is better. Two is better simply because of Nightcrawler. That's And, it, it. and
0: it's a better story. And everything yeah. about it is a little bit better.
1: Okay, fine.
0: All right, toss it back to me. Here we go. <laughs> Not a good throw. Okay, let me let me hit it again now because I'm I messed up. Okay, I'm gonna go reverse order. Number one, okay. Logan, X two, uh, the Wolverine uh uh the last stand uh x-men no 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 the 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 it's
1: impossible yeah Figure it's hard it it's
0: hard so i i think i'd put deadpool above the last stand then i would do x-men then um x-men origin wolverine then i would go dark phoenix first class future past no, no, no. First class, new mutants. No, 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 no. It'd be it'd be <laughs> it'd be dark Phoenix, first class, new mutants, future past, apocalypse. That's it. Um, we did it.
1: <laughs> wow, that was really tough.
0: It, it was hard. It was tougher
1: than watching all the movies.
0: You know what, Jordan? It was. <laughs> so today is June twenty third. Can you even believe it?
1: No, I yeah. can't because it's not.
0: Yeah, um, we're about to have our child. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we we're going dark here pretty soon. Um, going on maternity, but not leave. for you.
1: We're not taking a break for you.
0: No no you won't you won't miss any episodes. The only thing to know is the flash we are not gonna be seeing in theaters. We'll be covering that later in the year after we get back from maternity leave um so this month this month on patreon you can listen to our episode on kick ass two and a reminder folks we have to get to fifty patrons by the end of the year or we will not be able to feed our child <laughs> I'm just kidding, but we do have to get to fifty patrons so we can launch our second uh Exclusive podcast, which will cover all the Pixar movies.
1: Which is, we need that for our child. Our child needs that.
0: Yeah, yeah, she definitely does. So, so help us get there. Go, follow the link in the bio, in the description. I mean, and then next week we start our new series on Dirty Harry. Uh, the it's Clint getting Eastwood dirty movies, and
1: it's getting hairy.
0: Yeah, so there's five of those, and we'll be covering our third movie with the title Deadpool. Uh, because one of the movies is called The Deadpool.
1: Well, no one knows this because this—I—I I don't think the movie is like super well known. But um, he is the first Deadpool to be <laughs> on screen.
0: Yeah. So Clint Eastwood. Um, yeah, we're we're getting close, Jordan. We're—I I have a—I have a little spot on here. So we're we're almost to where the baby gets born, and then all the episodes that we're doing after that is our actual maternity leave.
1: Okay, let's do it. Let's get to it.
0: Yeah. So, thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. Um, Let us know. Write
1: a review and let us know which mutant power you would desire or what you have, what your mutant power is.